Good morning. Good morning, DJ Lala. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself? I'm okay. I'm not ready for this another snowstorm. <laughs> you talking about Thursday? Yeah, I thought they said we were we were supposed to get like um some flurries today, and then yeah, okay. the one on Thursday. Wow. Okay. But you know it is what it is. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Mother it Nature. Yeah, I'll take, it, I'll take it any day over any other place. I love it here, so. Um, how's your morning? Um, So far, it's quiet, but uh, the rest of the day is going to get pretty busy. How about yours? That's okay. You know, normal Tuesday. Okay. I can't believe it's February 9th already. Oh, uh, no. Well, actually, you know what? I'm looking forward to it because I want to see what they're going to do with this knucklehead Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, you, you got something there. Um, it's almost um, it's almost Valentine's Day. You got any big plans? Um, no, no big plans um, that I'm aware of. How about you? No, not really. You know... A lot. I talk to a lot of couples, and they tell me that they feel like at this point in 2021, it's overrated because, you know, they give gifts like all throughout the year, and it's, they feel like uh, about three people, no, four people told me they feel like it's just an American holiday to spend more money, mm. um, and they usually give their partner gifts all the time. So I don't know. That's interesting. I, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm I'm a very big traditionalist, you know, so, you know, even though I do the same thing, to me, Valentine's Day is still that special moment. So, for me, you just do something outside what you normally do. Right. That's true. Well, it's coming up, so you got to get your flowers and candy and your, your them nice boxers and your romantic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that should be every day, but you know, with some folks, it, it can't be depending on your situation. So, wow. But I want to take the time to um, thank you for doing this interview and for being honest and open because a lot of people, um, we're speaking and we're talking about well women and men too are not really mm -hmm. honest and during the interviews they just say you know barely what they want to say and they're not honest about their situations and I feel like communication especially honest communication sometimes mm -hmm. that can help you mentally you know to talk about it and not to hold it in so I want to just thank you for your honest your honesty and you know being a man and being very communicative so thank you for that Oh, um, thank you as well for uh, giving me this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so thank um, you for taking the time out. Mm -hmm. No problem, okay. no problem. I, I will say, you know what, honesty is a good thing because if you don't be honest with someone or you're not being honest, um, mm -hmm. you're not going to solve um, your issues or problems. You're just sugarcoating it or putting a Band-Aid on it and then, like, for, for instance, relationship-wise, 
you know, uh-huh. if you're not honest about it, then when you go into that next relationship, the same thing is going to happen. And what happens is failure because you're not being honest about what you're communicating. And you're never going to fix whatever issues you have because you're not being honest. That's right. And I feel like being honest is like a breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, because once yes. you tell a lie, one lie, it's like going to have to tell two lies and three lies. I just feel like it's better to be honest. But to be honest respectfully and kindly mm-hmm. as well as not just men, but women too. But some women, their tongues could be like daggers when they talk into, you know, some of y'all. And it could push y'all to say things you don't want to say and to feel a certain way. And that kind of hinders the relationship, you know? Yes. Yes, it does. It really does. And um, I know a young lady I dated uh, years ago before I got married. Um, uh-huh. Our relationship was going really good. And, you know, when I first met her, she said she was looking to settle down. And, you know, the things that people say, when they see that they got a good person, they just want to hold on to them and don't want anybody else to have them. So um, one day I was uh, going through something and, you know, she talked about how she wanted to get married and everything, but the minute a problem arose, she jumped ship. Okay. Wow. So it didn't bother me. It just showed me her who she was, who she truly was, and I moved on. So later on, you know, we wound up being friends, um, staying in touch, and uh-huh. she went she went through other relationships, and they didn't work out. And then one day she called me up and she said, "You know, Jay." Uh, you know, I thought I wanted to settle down, but I just can't, you know, and I, I, I told her, I said, Alex, you can't, you can't make men think that you want to settle down, especially at our age, because they're looking to settle down, and then you jump ship because you don't want to settle down, you just want to have fun, so I said, what you need to do is when you meet a man, tell him that, don't, don't, you know, get him mixed up in your plan, which is not the truth. And the truth is, you just want to have fun. You know, you don't want a, a, a serious relationship. And her thing is, well, if I tell them that, then they're not going to stick around. Well, that's their choice. You know, find a man that wants to do the same thing you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's my word. It, well, if they don't stick around, then they're not, they don't want the same things you want. And that, that's a waste of time to, to, you know, it's like you're tricking somebody and you're playing with their emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be wasted. I feel like, just be honest about it, maybe, you know, you might find a man who's not cool with it, but then he likes you enough. He's like, you know what, let's work something out and see how it goes. Well, um, the problem with, with that for her was she wanted to play around, but she wanted you only for herself, meaning she didn't want anybody else to have oh, fun with you. Right. So she wanted to have the fun, but you had to be entirely for her. And that's the oh, problem. Oh, hell no. And, hell and men no. do the same thing. They they do the exact same thing. They they see a woman that they want to have fun with, but they portray like they they want to be in a relationship, but that's just so they can have her all to themselves and nobody else while they're out there doing their thing. Do you think there's ever a time where if a man has that mentality where that's what his intentions were at first, but then he just fell in love with her and then it became different? Uh, yeah, because um, I had a situation where 
I met this young lady, and I, I, I had never been in a situation where I just wanted to have fun with a woman. You know, so okay. I, I meet this young lady. I like her. She likes me, but she doesn't want a commitment. Okay, so um, I talked to one of my my closest friends about it, and he was like, "Jay, you're divorced." I, I was, I I just got I just got out of a marriage at the time. I went through a divorce. My divorce was fresh, and I, I don't think I I dated anybody for like a year or two. So when I got to the point where I was, I thought I was ready for dating. Then I meet her. And I'm like, well, I've never done that. Like, just messed around. That's not my forte. And he was like, well, just, I mean, if, if you like her, she likes you, and she just wants that fun, just see where it goes. She might have a change of heart, but what do you got to lose? And I'm like, my time, you know? <laughs> so um, I gave her some thought, and I went with it, right? So when the, the lady realized the type of man that I was, all of a sudden, she wants to settle down. And I'm like, well... I don't know if I want to do that now. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, well, you introduced me to this, you know, just you, me, and let's just have fun and, you know, go all out. You know, we're adults, you know, consenting adults. And if, when I'm ready for a relationship, I want to go find that woman that's ready. You know, and she was like, well, I'm not understanding that. So, no, hold on, we're adults here. Basically, I, I got hit to your game. You wanted to play to it. Okay, so now that you got the play toy and you're enjoying the toy, now you figure out you figured out this is a toy you want. So now all of a sudden you wanna you wanna you wanna like be in a, a real relationship. Well, I mean, I, I I don't I don't wanna do that with you. I wanna go find a woman that wants to settle down from the jump, like be in a real relationship. And go from there. I like you know, you just wanted to play and all this, all these other things. And I made a decision to do that with you, but I don't want to. I don't want to settle down with you because that's not how we came into it. You cha you had a change of heart, but my, you talked me into having you know this like okay, like we're not really doing anything, and you decided you wanted to not be in a relationship after I told you I'm not settling down. And this is what we, this is where we're at. Now all of a sudden you're telling me you want to settle down. Well, we didn't start off that way. Wow. And she, wow. And she was really hurt by that. So then she got to the point where, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Well, you let your friends talk you into having fun and you found the guy you want to have fun with, but now you want to be serious, but you're not the one I want to be serious with. Wow. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, How but you, it's like, you know, you, huh? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. She got caught up in her own game. I didn't have anything to lose because I was single, and she let me know up front that she, you know, hey, I like you, but um, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just want to enjoy myself. And what she wasn't really being honest about was I'm attracted to you, and I just want to have sex. She should have just said that from the beginning. Right. And when I realized what she was really wanting, and I talked to my cousin about it, it's like, well, you're single, you're not, I know you want to you want to date someone, but, you know, if you like her and this is all she wants to do, what do you got to lose? And I'm like, my time. But then, you know, it was fun for a minute, but sorry, I don't, you know, my that's not where my mind is with you or my heart, because, you know, I kind of went along with it, but but when I'm ready to date someone... I'm going to date someone who's ready to date, not play around. True. 
Um, why do you think that men um, wait too late to realize they love someone? And let's just say a small little, okay, we're going to, I'm going to give you an example. Say you have two people who are together for a long time, and mm-hmm. maybe the the man feels like he's not feeling the woman no more. He's not in love with her no more. So then it takes a, a tragic situation, or not, not even tragic, a mistake to happen for him to realize that he does, he is in love with the woman that he said he wasn't in love with in the beginning. Is that possible? My take on that, and I, people talk to me about that all the time, like they'll say things like, I fell out of love with her. And my thing is this. I tell them this. Friends come and go. You found someone um, from the opposite sex that you liked, but you have to ask yourself this question. Were you ever in love with them? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean. We can all love a friend. Okay, and friends come and go. You'll never lose love for that friend, but that friend is no longer in your life. And you probably don't love them as strong as you did when you were in each other's lives. You know, something happened. You know, you might still love with them, and they might, they probably can't stand you. But for us that are seeing the opposite sex for long periods of time, same thing. The only difference is they're just the opposite sex but you were never in love with them. And that's just my opinion, because I believe when you're in love with someone, you never fall out of love with them. And to be in love with someone, to be in love with someone, that's a spiritual thing. And that's one of our our gifts from God. So when you're in love with someone, it's like you're, you're, we're in love with God. We're in love with our parents. We don't fall out of love with our parents. Right. That's how I feel. I feel like when you're in love with somebody, you're in love with them. But can sexual attraction, what if you're in love with a person and you lose sexual attraction for them, and then all of a sudden does it come and go and you get it back again depending on the person's behavior, attitude, or their body changes? I mean, can that happen? Well, you hit the nail right on the head. That's another thing. If you're in love with them, you're not going to fall out of love with them. I'll give you... Um, another example where um, but what about sexual attraction well I can only speak for myself I, I, I've been with a woman who I was physically attracted to and when I uh-huh. when when we first got together she wasn't uh-huh. she was like sort of on the petite side and then as time went on she she picked up a little weight well, I okay. never stopped being attracted to her. Wow. Okay. The, the attraction became even stronger. Uh-huh. You and know, what about I, the sexual, sexual piece of it? Never stopped. Matter of fact, my, my brother asked me about that one year, and I told him with this person, it was, uh, well, I shared a little bit to have with you. Um, it was every day, three or four times a day. But the reason her and I aren't, aren't together is because she got caught up in some stuff and committed a crime, and that killed our relationship. But oh, I told my brother, you know, had it not been for that, we'd probably still be together. Wow. So regardless mm-hmm. of whatever 
happens, you know, um, that you gain weight or, you know, no sexual attraction. You never lost any sexual attraction for her and you were in mm-hmm. with her. You probably, okay, so you would probably still be with her today if that didn't happen. Correct. Wow, she sounds like the perfect pet. She was she was something else. But um, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've had other women in my life that I was attracted to and never stopped being attracted to them. It was just, you know, um, and they were attracted to me, too. It was just, they, you know, some, certain people get caught up into certain things in their lives, and sometimes that's a deal breaker. Right. What was the deal breaker? Um, they, they got in trouble. They weren't honest about it. And you know, like, you know, well, you can lie about something like that. I can't trust Yeah. You. Right. You know? And that was the case for this young lady. You know, she had, she got caught up in some stuff that she was doing before I even came in the picture and then caught up with her. And I, I never heard it from her. I had to hear it from her own mother, you know, and her mom thought I knew about it. And I'm like, no, this is the first time. I'm hearing about this. And uh, to make a long story short, she was, you know, she worked for the state. And she wasn't supposed to take money from, she had, she had, she worked, she's a therapist. She had clients. And because she worked for the state, she wasn't allowed to see her clients on a personal level, which she was. And then, two, she was charging them money, which she's not allowed to do because she took an oath. And she was okay. doing it for so long, you know, it, it be, you know, she became a felon. Okay. And then wow. um, after we started seeing each other, um, I found out that she wasn't working. And I never knew that. So we were together for two years. And for the two years that we were together, um, for one of those years, she wasn't working. So later on, I found out from her mom that, she was borrowing money from mom and helping me pay rent. So really, it wasn't her pay, helping me pay the rent. Her mom was giving her money to pay the rent, and I never knew she was she wasn't working. So I'm like, okay, so where were you all day? All right. So the deal breaker is lying and hiding stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate that. My thing is, I, you know me. I love communication and honesty, but I feel like if you're gonna be honest, just and I think tone also, the way you talk to people makes a difference. Your tone and how yes. you say things. As mm-hmm. long as you're honest and the way that you say it is not nasty and rude and insulting, I'm open. Mm-hmm. You can talk to me about anything. I always tell people all the time when I'm in a relationship. If, and I don't know. My friend says you're opening, uh, a, you're opening a door that you may not want to open. I said, why? She said you're asking your man to be honest and to, like, if he's not happy with something to tell you. And what if he hurts your feelings? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not my feelings, to, listen, it's hard to hurt my feelings, number one. Number two, we're grown. And when you're in a relationship, it's work. So you ultimately want to satisfy your partner mentally, physically, and spiritually, okay? So if he's not mm-hmm. happy in one area, I don't mind him telling me I'm not happy in this area. But just be respectful about it. Be kind about it. And you know what I'm saying? Not insulting, just so that way we could get to a page where we can work together and make, you know, and to fix that that part that they're not happy with. So she said, I don't think that's good because, you know, your feelings might get hurt. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, how, and that's my thing. How are you expecting 
any change if you're not honest about it. And it's the way you say it. You can't be mean about it. You have to say it in a certain way that they understand. You know, and if you continue to lie to them, how is your relationship um, going to get better, whether it's you or them? Because the, the, the situation might be you. That's true. That is you know, true. So if you're not being honest and, and putting everything on the table, how are you expecting change or your relationship to get better if you make them think the thing is good to go and it's not? Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna role play. Well, we can role play. Um, but first, I want you to give me your best impression of, and I'll be, of course, I'll pretend to be the wife and mm-hmm. you're the husband. If you're going to tell me how you appreciate me because I'm the perfect 10, and just your kind, sweet words of your appreciation. And then I, then you're going to have to play the wife and I'm going to have to play the husband. Okay. You, um. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> exactly. I like um. to catch people off guard. I'm very spontaneous sometimes. Okay. So, okay. So you're the husband, I'm the wife. I'm coming home, um, think of something that you're doing for me and you want me to you want to sit me down and tell me you appreciate me, give me some kind, sweet words and ready? I'm coming home opening the door, hi babe how was your day? Oh my day was good, how was yours? It was good thank you That's that's very good to hear Listen, I, um, I want to sit down and talk to you about this Um, I want to tell you that I'm really moved by you and I'm so in love with you because no matter what I'm doing, um, no matter what I'm going through, you always have my back. Even if it's something that you might disagree with, you still have my back no matter what. You're there 100%. Okay, what do you want? Um, I don't want anything. I just want to let you know how... I feel about you and how you make me feel. No, no did one. Don't. Hmm. Did anything happen today? No, it's just the fact that you know, all my life, no one's ever been there for me one hundred percent, except for my immediate family. Okay. Okay. Um. So while we're sitting here talking, um, so how are you feeling otherwise? Are you happy in all the areas of our relationship? Oh, I'm great. That's why, you know, I had to let you know what was on my mind because, you know, most relationships you get involved with um, when you're seeing someone or dating someone, um, the sex is good, but then there's there's some some type of drama. You know, and it, it causes some serious argument or there's something someone's hiding, you know, from their past they don't want you to know about. And, you know, when it comes to us, we share everything, you know, we communicate, you know, we're honest to one another. And to me, this is just, you know, a, a, a blessing to be in because um, I know we're not perfect, but you always have my back. And, you know, and you're not chastising me about something. Or if something is wrong, you know how to approach me and talk to me about it versus just bashing. And arguing and insulting you and stuff like that, right? That's what you're talking about? Right. Instead of, like, trying to figure out 
how we can get past something or how could you help me or support me. You're not bashing me and telling me, oh, well, you shouldn't do that because, you know, whatever, whatever. Oh, okay. Well, I thank you for telling me that. You know, I'm glad, you know, this didn't come about because something happened or I was afraid something like this, you know, this conversation was happening because maybe uh, a girl came across your, your path and made you realize that I'm a good woman. I don't know. I just... It was just all of a sudden out of the blue. You never talk to me like this. Well, you know, sometimes it, it takes time to see where someone's going to go because, you know, in the past I've done that and all of a sudden something pops up, you know, and it's like, well, why didn't you tell me this before? Well, I was afraid I was going to lose you if I told you. Well, you still could lose me. I mean, you, you waited till now to tell me and you don't know if I'm um, okay with that or not. That's true. Okay. Well, thank you for um, telling me that. I really do appreciate you as well. And um, I really respect you as a man um, for coming to me and always being um, communicative. And let's have more of these talks all the time. We need to leave this door open to, to be honest with each other. I like that. Hi, Jersey <laughs> <laughs> So now it's so hard part. You're gonna have to be the woman. You're gonna have to be the husband. Okay. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Okay. So you're I guess you're coming through the door. You're you're coming home from work. Okay, I'm I'm coming home from work. I'm coming through the door. Hey babe, how are you? How was your day? Good. How was your day? Give me your, your purse, your bag. I'm going to sit this down and um, sit down for a moment. I made dinner. I got things, you know, candles lit. I ran you some bath water. Just sit down for a minute. We can talk, and then we can get started. Oh, How wow. This is, this is nice. Um, that's very sweet of you. Uh, is anything going on? No, I know, you know, we're grown. We're busy. Um I just want to take the time. You know, I know a lot of times during the week I tell you how much I love you and appreciate you, but I feel like I'm not saying it enough. I feel like I don't tell you I love you enough. I don't appreciate you enough. And I just, I was thinking about you so much today and how much of a, you're such an amazing woman. And I just want to appreciate you today and every day, of course. But just sit down. I just want to talk to you for a minute. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm anxious to see what you have to say. Okay. So um, I just want to take the time to tell you, again, that I love you and I appreciate you. I don't always say it as often. Um, I know you're going through a rough time right now with what you're going through with family and things. I would like for us to communicate more and to talk more. And you know, as a man, sometimes we hold down our feelings, and not that that's an excuse, but, you know, I'm getting better at it, and I just want to talk to you and to see if there's any areas that I need to change that we could work on to make our relationship better because I you are like the love of my life. I am in love with you and I know we're not perfect but um, I just want to be more communicative to you. I'm not really good at it but whatever I'm lacking I feel like maybe you can show me and we can just get better. We have a perfect relationship. I know nothing's really truly perfect 
but I feel that is perfect, and I feel that you are perfect. So I just want to take the time to just me and you, no kids, no nothing, and to just talk. If you don't want to have sex, we don't have to, but you know how I like that sex. You know, I know how I like that thing you got. Wow, I'm in total bliss right now. I don't know what to say, but um, if I have to say anything, we're off to a fresh start because um, most men just don't um, come out like this. They're usually afraid to say something or they might be hiding something. And, uh, you're expressing your, your feelings towards me and, and, and everything, and a lot of men don't do that, you know, right from the start. And, you're being honest about everything, so I think we're off to a, a great start. Um, we're we're locking our future down. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm a man at the end of the day. I'm not saying, you know, all men, they, they you know, they have eye candy. They look and stuff like that. You know, I'm a man at the end of the day, but I would never disrespect you um, in front of you, behind your back. Um, so I'll let you know that. And if there's anything, don't forget if there's anything that you need from me, um, to get better at or to change, just I would like for you to communicate that with me. Um, I know we are always busy, you know, every day, but um, just we need to take at least five minutes out of our day before we go to work. When we wake up, I'd like to have a conversation, and then when we come home, have even bigger conversations. And you don't always have to do everything. Let me take on some of the tasks sometimes, you know. It's not a man or woman thing, you know. Sometimes I can cook or you know, sometimes I can help you with whatever you need. Whatever it is, I should be your peace and you should be my peace. That's what relationships are about. Wow, honey, I don't know what to say. You should be a, 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 a relationship therapist or something. <laughs> well, damn, I should be a, be a man, right? <laughs> That's how it should sound, but it don't always sound that way. <laughs> that's that's true. That that's true. Um, you you know, with that said, I you know I don't know why people don't do it. I don't know if they're afraid that their better half might not feel the same way. I don't know. But if again, if you're not being honest, like we were just doing in our role play, you're not gonna you're not going anywhere. No, not at all. Uh -huh. No. And, and, you know, I tell people all the time, at the end of the day, somebody's feelings is going to be hurt, but that's short-lived. You know, at least they got the honest truth from you, and they know how to fix it. And and, and to leave it up to, up to them to fix it. If they don't fix it, then they don't love you, and they don't care about you. But if they fix it, they care about you, and they love you. And you know what? I'm gonna say this again because it's very important. It's I'm the kind of a I'm the kind of woman, and I tell my friend this all the time because I see the way she talks to her husband, and mm -hmm. it seems like I don't know when she talks to him about things. It's it's like it's not from her, it's from her heart, but it's it's just no feeling. Like I told you before, when you see couples, they look like they're roommates. Like they don't they're not in love. You don't see people touching each other and like, oh, I love her so much. I can't wait to get home to see her. But you don't see that anymore. So when she talks to him, it's like talking to her friend. For me, if I'm in a relationship, I I know how to say depending on who I'm with. I know how to say things, and I don't know maybe because it's just my personality, but. If I want to get my point across or if I want to say something to somebody to get something off my chest, 
I know how to say it in a, in a way where it's not going to hurt somebody's feelings. But if you receive it that way, and I see that you're receiving it that way, that you're getting offended, I like to talk about it. I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to talk to you about this. I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings, but I'm just going to try to say it the best way I can. And I'm only saying it because I, I love you or I care about you or and I want to stay with you. I just want us to both be happy. And if there's something that I'm not doing, just feel free to say something, you know, now. So that way we don't have anything to hide, you know, and it's all about tone and the way you say it. Because sometimes I hear people in relationships, marriages, the way they talk to each other when they approach a situation. When you approach a situation harsh or depending on how you say it, it's not going to get anywhere because your response now is going to be, like, angry or aggressive. Mm-hmm. You, you feel what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's all about home. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you entirely, DJ Lala. If you're if you're approaching someone in that matter, um, mm-hmm. you're treat, you're basically treating them like they're they're scum of the earth. They're right off the street. And yeah. me personally, I don't treat people like that off the street. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm a kind, respectful person. Now, if you you bring some drama to me, then, yeah, I'm going to handle it, handle it in a different manner. But when we're talking about someone that I'm living my life with, you can't mm-hmm. be that way towards them because you don't realize. And men, and men are famous for not saying anything um, because mm-hmm. they're a man and they don't want to be looked at as a wimp. You don't know the damage that you're causing mentally when you do that to someone. And I, and I, and I shouldn't just say um, a man, you know, your woman, you know, mm-hmm. she may not say anything to you about how you're talking to her, but mentally mm-hmm. you're damaging her. And when you're yeah. doing that to someone, you're not helping the situation. You're making it worse. I feel like, too, um, men don't say anything because they don't know how to say things. Mm-hmm. And then when they do say it, it may come out wrong and it may be received wrong so I think that's another issue and so you would have to be the type of woman to I, I, I don't know maybe learn how to read people or be strong have thick skin I don't know it all depends on the two people that's that's true um yeah. I, I think people and and you're right you see this a lot people you know couples that are acting like roommates that's because they're not in love with one another um it's, right uh it's out of convenience. You know, um, I have a, uh, a friend of mine right now. Um, her husband's a, a pastor, but mm-hmm. behind closed doors, he's something else. And mm-hmm. my question for her was, well, why did you marry him? Um, well, first I, I go deeper than that. Well, what was he like when you, you guys first got together? Well, um, I knew someone that dated him, and she said he was me. Okay, so with that information, why did you date him? Um, well, he wasn't like that with me in the beginning, but then he started to become that way. And I said, well, if she told you that he was mean from the beginning, she basically gave you a rundown what his true personality was like, and you dated him anyway. So now that you're married to him, and you've been married to him for over 20 years, nothing's changed. He was like that from the very beginning. So why did you marry him? You know what she said to me? Well, you know, um, 
the la- the last guy I was dating, you know, I was a year ahead of him in college. He wasn't ready. And this guy, you know, wanted to date me and he was ready. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, trying to become a pastor. And, you know, my parents liked him. Oh, your parents liked him. You know, you sound like some of those people <laughs> back in the day where their parents felt like, well, this would be the man for you. This is the man you married. So I said, <laughs> um, it sounds like you married your husband because he had his stuff together, but he wasn't the ideal man for you. And your parents would adore him because of what he does. <laughs> but what I, I, I didn't hear from you was um, that you fell in love with him. You, you know, like this about him, you know, I said, you marry out of convenience because he had stability. So I said, in a sense, and I said, don't take this the wrong way, but even though he saw that what he saw what you were looking for, it was a double-edged sword. She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, here's what I mean by that. He knew what you were looking for in a man. Mm-hmm. He, if, as far as stability, but he didn't have those other qualities. So he saw you and he knew you were vulnerable, you know, found he, you know, found out what your family's like, which he did. So he saw something that he could use to uh-huh. get you, but knowing that he didn't have those qualities. So in the beginning, he faked it. People do this all the time. For you being a woman, you're, you were trying to make your parents happy. And then two, this man had stability. So you used him. I said, you guys used one another. That's such a big waste of time. It's like mm-hmm. uh, marrying somebody for um, convenience and marrying somebody because I'm getting old or, I, you know, she looks like she'll be able to have good, you know, kids, you know, she got good genes or, or she got a nice body. or People get together with people for the wrong reasons. I, I am, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. I, I like mm-hmm. to be in love. I don't like my time to be wasted. I just feel like it's a big waste of time to just, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't mm-hmm. understand. And then years later, then it's like you're not happy. You're okay, but you're not happy because of the mistake that you made 10 years ago. It's like, come on. Yeah, and, and she she knew what she was doing, so did he. He saw you as a trophy piece, knowing that you weren't the, I, he, you weren't, uh, the ideal man for him. You saw stability. So now... We fast forward 20 years, so he he went from being an attractive brother to now he's overweight and fat. Oh, and man. That's, she's not attracted to that. And I laughed at it because I'm like, well, you know what? You you made your bed, don't sleep in it. But I'm going to tell you why this bothers you. And she says, why? I says, because you were never in love with him. I got silence. Yeah. Like. Wow, I'm I'm talking to the wrong person about this. No, we're you know we're talking as friends, but I see right through it. You know, this this just didn't happen overnight. This is this was from the very beginning. You thought that you could love him, you know, because he could provide for you. But I'm like, you got a college degree too. You can provide for yourself. You didn't need that. And then, um, point taken, you were trying to please your parents. Your mom um feels the same way about your dad. And we, if you want to go go back, um, let's go back. I remember, wow. I remember when we were kids, how your mom and dad would go back and forth. And then you're, we put two and two together as kids. 
your mom didn't marry your dad because that was the ideal man for her. She was trying to please her parents as well. And someone that saw something in her that, that was able to provide for her, she rolled with it. And now in all these years, your mom felt like she was stuck. And I remember your sister saying, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to be... I'm going to be with the man because I love him. I don't need a man to provide for me because her sister went to college too. I don't need a man right. to provide for me. I can get it myself. And she said, the last thing I want to do is be like my mom where I got to depend on a man and can't make a move without him. And then two, I'm not in love with him. And, and, and for her to say, mom shouldn't have stayed in, stayed in that marriage. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to be in a relationship or marry somebody because to make other people happy. I have to be happy ultimately. I have to have a connection and an attraction for the person. There's mm -hmm. no there's no other person that can force a connection or force you to be attracted to somebody. Like nobody mm -hmm. can. And that's what I understand too about people who are married. You know, you have where like my other friend, her um, aunt um, was went to the house to talk to the, the husband to see if maybe she could talk him out of divorce. And I said, well, you're, if, you're, if her husband already had it in his mind that he wanted to be divorced because of whatever the reasons were, there's nothing mm -hmm. that your aunt can do. Your aunt can't force a connection. Your aunt can't force him to love her. If he made that decision and they tried to work it out for 15 years, I mean, what is your aunt going to do? I mean, exactly. I, I don't know. You can't but, just but do you, that. No, and this thing we have is common sense, and men are famous for doing it too. They they come across a woman who's crazy about him, not saying she's in love with him, crazy. She likes the way he looks. Um, she likes some of the things he does, may not like all the things. And the man looks at it like, well, I got this hottie here who's just uh -huh. mad about me. This, she's got a good job. She's got it going on. She don't care what I do. Uh -huh. I'm a hooker. I'm going to get her hooked. I'm going to marry her, and then I'm just going to live a happy life. Then, you know, um, all of a sudden, you know, time goes by. She picks up a little weight. All of a sudden, there's something wrong. Well, but wait, 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 wait. She saw something in you, but you saw something that she had that you needed, so you made a decision that I'm going to hook this woman, get her to fall in love with me, knowing that you're not in love with her. You see. Oh, um, that she can offer you a quality of life, but you're not in love with her. And then she might get a little pudge or a little overweight. All of a sudden, you don't love her no more. You never loved her from the beginning. You saw an exactly. opportunity and you took it. Yep. But so you, you cannot marry her. You can't play with love. I, I don't. I don't know. You know, I, I, I used to listen to Steve Harvey in the morning, and about three or four years ago, um, remember when Think Like a Man came out? Yes. That was based off his book. So I'm listening to Steve Harvey on the radio, and he said, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of bothered by the, the statistics of how high the divorce rate is, okay? Mm -hmm. And and there was a poll uh, a poll taken in the United States on the divorce rate, you know, and Steve Harvey took a look at this and he said, you know what, you know what, 
the reason for the the divorces it's money um uh he said it was money and there were some other things but he said let me tell you something people money shouldn't determine your your divorce or your love for someone and he said when you look at that when people say oh it was we had money problems well what does that got to do with love Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're supposed to do this together. But when Steve started looking at, you know, out of all the, the statistics and people that were involved in this poll, and he mm-hmm. looked in detail of what their comments were, mm-hmm. when they when they got involved with their partner and they married them, they married them for stability, money. So when they, so some of them got to the point where, well, you know, well he or she lost her job, so it changed our lifestyle. Oh, so you married them out of convenience. You married them for the money factor. You didn't marry them for love. You saw a way and quality of life, and that's what you wanted that person for. The only thing was the reason you married them because they were attractive to the point where you could tolerate them, and you just think love would just come after the fact. Nah, you were liking the the convenience that they could offer you. That's why money was an issue. Or married them for other opportunities or for other wrong yeah. reasons. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why mm-hmm. the divorce rate is high is because people are marrying people and people are getting in relationships for the wrong reasons. And then mm-hmm. because you're going through that, you know, later on in your marriage, you're going to be unhappy. And then what happens after that? Then you start yeah. having these thoughts. Then things start happening. One person might cheat. The other one might cheat. They both might cheat. It's like mm-hmm. if you're not happy, you got to think about why you got into the marriage in the first place. It could have been for the wrong reasons. Now you're getting divorced. Maybe the next time that you get into a relationship after your divorce, you need to sit down and think about what it is that you need to change about yourself so you don't bring it into another relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. This friend I'm talking about, still there. You know, and I'm like, see, you you, you don't want to step out there and do, do for yourself. And it's to the point where her, their, her, their kids can't stand their dad because of how he treats them, how he speaks to them. And now that the kids are teenagers, they look at her like, Mom, why did you – what was it about dad that you, you liked? Because all we do is see him being mean. And he doesn't, you know, doesn't take care of the home, doesn't take care of you. What was it? You know, and then the oldest daughter, who's about to graduate, figured it out. And now they're looking at her like, you you, you chose this man to be our dad because you so wanted to. Hmm? Why, still, why is she still there? My thing is, well, if there is you, nothing there for you, and there, in a relationship, if you have no love there, no attraction, no connection, why are you still there? Um, she's following her mom's footsteps. She doesn't, she doesn't, well, her mom was a teacher and she made good money. And now, you know, at this day and age, especially in this area, teachers make really good money. You know, uh-huh. she's a, uh, a speech pathologist. So she doesn't make what the average teacher makes. She's, she's making close to six figures. And I'm like, so you don't need your husband. You know, and I said, but, but the, the bottom line, the thing here is, you never loved this man. But the thing is, you're so caught up in the life that he provides for you. Well, I shouldn't uh-huh. say provides for you because you make almost the same amount of money as he does. But you like the life that you're living. You're afraid to move on because everybody says that to her. 
keeping you there. Your kids are, your kids can't stand their dad. You can't uh-huh. stand your husband. You make more than enough um, to live on your own. Your oldest daughter is about to go to uh, a school on a scholarship, and the, the youngest daughter is like I think like thirteen or fourteen years old. So what what are uh-huh. you? What are you? Uh, oh, oh I, I left something out. The reason she's still there is because. Because she works for the state of Virginia as a teacher, if they were to split up, you ready for uh-huh. this? Uh-huh. He gets half her pension. Oh hell no! <laughs> so so I, so. I have to get a boyfriend. <laughs> I guess you have to get a boyfriend. <laughs> so so I, I said to her, I said, "See, you fucked yourself." Because yep. I said you you. You weren't in love with this man. And then, two, you're, you had the nerve to tell me that, well, you knew he was mean. Another girl told you about him. But you decided to marry him anyway. Man, that's crazy. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this last thing because I have to mm-hmm. let you go. Um, okay. So let me tell you something. I'm the kind of woman, mm-hmm. if I'm unhappy, I wouldn't care if I worked at Walmart working part-time. I am the kind of woman I would find a way to do for myself and to find another man. Because there are good men that work at Walmart and McDonald's and who have, you know, regular blue-collar jobs. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I wouldn't care about that. My sister, she um, was with her kid's father, and they were doing okay, but then he was acting up. She had to make the decision to leave, okay? She struggled because we all have to do it. She worked at Walmart overnight. And she had two kids and took care of them kids, had a nice place, okay, and went to school, went to nursing school, okay, and fought her hardest. I mean, to just make sure she maintained. It was hard, but she said, I'm going to make it on her own. Now she has her own home, and she's doing very well for herself, and she's single. I mean, She's looking for love, but, you know, she has things that she wants in a man, which is okay as long as we don't have these big long lists that are, you know, crazy. But, you know, because of what she's been through, you know, she's doing things differently to where she's, you know what I'm saying? She don't have where she's like, oh, he has to make six figures. or Oh, he has to do this. He has to do that. We talked about it the other day. She's just like, listen, sis, I just want a man who's honest, who's not full of shit, who's not playing games. And who, who, where we can enjoy each other. I'm not looking for, you know, this big time dude or, you know, he has to drive this kind of car or, you know, he has to take care of me. As long as we are together, working together as a team and understand each other and there ain't no weirdness between us. You know what I mean? That's, and that's all. That's it. People. Somebody I, I, I up. Keep, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I, I won't keep you after this because I know you got to go, but I have to say this. Love mm-hmm. conquers all people. And I'm going to say this. I'm like your sister. When I left yeah. my ex-wife, okay, I was looking at $2,000 a month in child support. And my mm-hmm. wife figured, my wife at the time figured, oh, he ain't going nowhere because he don't want to pay that child support. Uh, rude awaken, mm-hmm. honey. I told her, look, I don't care if I'm broke and confused. This relationship and this marriage is toxic. I would not stay in it. And, yeah, I did pay $2,000 a month in child support. But you know what? I was in a better place, okay, and I'm, and I'm doing better now. And she's still in the same place where I left her with nothing, with 
at the time getting $2,000 a month um, in child support, and she remarried, and she's still not doing well. And you had your peace of mind, regardless of how it was going to go. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's what happens. When you're not happy, one day you're going to break if you keep on doing what you're doing. Once you figure out you're unhappy, you've got to make plans to do something to get out because you're going to break one day and it's going to be at the wrong time. Maybe it could be the right time, but I say your happiness, your joy, and your peace means everything. And your partner should be your peace, should be everything. You should be excited to go home to see your partner. And if you don't have that, I, I just don't believe in that. I, you know I believe in love, like being in love with somebody, being mm-hmm. whether you're married to them, whether being in a relationship with them. And if there's things that aren't working for you, then you need to do something about it. And if you can't, then you need to move on. I'm sorry to be yep. to sound like that, but it's just the truth. So It is the truth. If you don't have love, you don't have anything. No. Being in love, too. Not just You can have love for yeah. anybody. Well, that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean. If you're not in love with the person you're with and they're not in love back, you don't have anything. You have nothing. Yep. Nothing. No understanding, no communication, no patience, no teamwork, none of that. It's not going to work. And, and you have to be sexually attracted and connected. That's, that's, mm-hmm. That plays the factor in it, too. Because when you're sexually deprived, that could bring a lot of bad things into the marriage and relationship. Yeah, when you're not getting sex, that's a big problem. But thank you so much for this interview. I hope everybody enjoyed the interview. I hope you have a great day. You too, DJ Lala. I enjoyed myself today. And thanks for being honest. And most of all, we have to love, live, and laugh and not care what other people think about it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you have a great day. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You have a great day, too. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.